goodness. I cannot believe I'm doing this. <laughs> I love teaching, so I'm really excited to be doing this. Um, as you can see, the setup is a little bit different at the moment because, um, oh, let me tag some people. Yes. Yeah, yes. We're going to tag. We're going to tag to the ones that said, oh, I want to watch it. Oh, I want to watch it. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm here. Let's do this. Uh, let's see. Um, thank you so much for liking and for <laughs> just being so supportive and so amazing and so wonderful. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, what I'm going to talk about is exciting. Let's see. I'm still tagging because it's very important to have support. Hi! I haven't started yet. This is just kind of like the pre-warm-up. And, uh... Pre-warm-up, so... Bear with me. Yay! It's 12 o'clock. Alright. Okay. I think I'm gonna be done... Uh, with the tagging. I don't see any more names. Anyway, hi everybody. How's it going? How is everybody doing today? I hope everybody's having a fabulous day. I know I am. I like teaching on Sundays because it's a chill day. It's relaxing. Everybody is just hanging around so you can watch the replay. If you're here, hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, hashtag replay. Otherwise, let's get us started. And if I get started and you come in the middle of it and you want to hear it again, you can replay or you can ask me. You can join. There is a button to join. You can come on the screen, which is pretty cool. So anyway, let's get us started. All right, so really, it's super simple. I'm going to talk about six techniques that psychologists have been using for marketing for decades on us. They've been using this on us. Coca-Cola uses it, has been using it. Starbucks has been using it. These are marketing psychology tricks. They're tricks. So instead of them using it on us, we are going to use it back to y'all, to the public, to, you know, some people call them tricks, some people call them hacks, some people call them uh, secrets, I call them techniques, so it's very, very basic, so it's one-on-one marketing psychology. The first one is, and get your pens and your papers because you're going to want to write this down and also you're going to want to watch the replay the first one is called priming priming what is priming priming in marketing is a subconscious reaction to stimuli that influences our conscious decisions to new stimuli 
So you're going around, you're walking around, you're doing stuff, you're like blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden you see this color and this color reminds you of this other memory and you're like in, in all these memories upon memories embedded in our subconscious is all part of the priming marketing psychology okay so we are stimulated 24 7 even when we sleep our subconscious is working paying attention listening okay so priming it works by using associations made in our subconscious and are almost always unnoticeable to the subject. So you have no idea it's even happening. Like I'm subliminally priming you right now. Hi, do you want to come on camera? You're welcome to. Nice to see you, Lavinia. You're so beautiful. So see this poster? I'm priming you to watch this movie because I want you to watch my movie our movie the movie that i'm a lead actress in whatever so i'm priming you subconsciously you're here subconsciously there's my art subconsciously i'm priming so i'm doing it you're doing it we all do it we all should be doing it let's do it they've been doing it to us let's do it back okay so a process is driven by the subconscious mind one in psychology priming is a technique in which the introduction of one stimulus influences how people respond to a subsequent stimulus. Two, priming is named as such to evoke the imagery of a water well being primed. So that's where the word priming came from. Psychologists believe that units or schemas of information are stored in long term memory. So all of this priming, all of this subconscious, all of this uh, schemas, they're short term in the moment and we're seeing the colors and we're seeing the brand and we're seeing the logo, but it's being embedded in our long term memory. Can you believe it? Pretty cool. Okay, so types. There are several types of priming in psychology. Each one works in a specific way and may have different effects. All right, let's see. The first is positive and negative priming. So this describes how priming influences processing speed. Positive priming makes processing faster and speeds up memory retrieval, while negative priming slows it down, okay? Semantic priming involves words that are associated in a logical or linguistic way, words. The earlier example of responding to the word banana more rapidly after being primed with the word yellow is an example of semantic priming. So word association. So the next one is associative priming involves using two stimuli that are normally associated with one another. For example, cat and mouse are two words that are often linked with one another in memory. So the appearance of one of the words can prime the subject to respond more rapidly when the second word appears. So say, uh, I say red. What do you think of after that? Like red apple, red car, red house, red something. So that's associative, semantic, positive priming. The next is repetition priming, which occurs when a stimulus and response are repeatedly paired. Because of this, 
subjects become more likely to respond in a certain way more quickly each time the stimulus appears because you've seen it and you've seen it and you've seen it over and over and over, right? Cool deal. Oops. Hmm. Don't you hate it when you hit the wrong button? Hi, how are you? Say hi, come on the show. <laughs> it's so weird being here by myself, but I love it too. I love being with other people, but I, I like teaching, so it's cool. All right, the last one is okay. yeah, perceptual priming. Involves the stimuli that have similar forms. For example, the word goat will evoke a faster response when it is preceded by the word boat because they rhyme. So they're perceptually similar. So if I say coca, you're going to say cola. If I say star, you're going to say bucks or star shine or star moon. Or it's just a light association, subconscious, okay? Oh, um, and then, of course, there's conceptual priming. Involves a stimulus and response that are conceptually related, words such as as seat and chair are likely to show priming effects because they are in the same conceptual category. And then masked priming involves part of the initial stimulus being obscured in some way, such as with hash marks. Even though the entire stimulus is not visible, it still evokes a response. So maybe a feeling or an emotion is a masked priming uh, schema. Awesome. Okay. So I'm ready to talk about the next one. Does anybody have any questions? I don't even see any comments or anything. So like if y'all are commenting, I'm on my iPhone for the group and I'm on laptop for the YouTube. So I don't know what's happening. But let me double check to see what's happening. I hope everybody has a great week, by the way. Wonderful, amazing, lovely, lovely week. I'm just trying to figure out if I... Wait, did I put the volume up? Oh, here we go. Oh, there we go. Just taking care of some back-end stuff. Oh, look, I am talking. How cool. All right, I've been on for 10 minutes. How awesome. <laughs> All right, so anchoring is the next marketing psychology technique. The anchoring bias describes the common human tendency to rely too heavily on the first piece of information offered. When making decisions, sometimes referred to as the anchoring effect, use of the anchoring effect in marketing takes advantage of a flaw within the human mind, which means we do not consider the value of an option based on its intrinsic value. Rather, we compare different offers against one another. We make decisions based on comparative values. That's anchoring. And I'm actually going to go through this not too slowly, but actually pretty fast. I think priming the first one is the longest one, so we're good for here on now. So the third technique is the verbatim effect. Yes, verbatim. 
People tend to categorize information based on meaning rather than how that meaning is presented. For content marketers, this means you can focus less on ensuring the precise organization and wording of your content and more on how your content makes users feel. It's all about that emotional, emotional response. Super important. The verbatim effect is a cognitive bias that causes people to remember the gist of the information. Like me, I'm talking and I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I'm not even listening. I don't know what this lady's talking about. What is she saying? You're just getting the gist of it. You're not putting every single word together. You, you know, you're not like, ooh, oh, la, la. oh, oh, I have two comments. I'm so sorry. Hi. Interesting. Well, thank you, and interesting to you. How are you doing today? <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Um, hi there. All right, I know I had comments, uh, but thank you for watching, by the way. Okay, cool. So, anyway, back to verbatim effect technique number three. The verbatim effect is a cognitive bias that causes people to remember the gist of the information, which I just said, which is its general and its general meaning better than they remember its exact form, which is the way the information was presented in the minor detail that it involved. I kind of just went over that. So cool. All right. The fourth technique, marketing psychology technique is clustering. What is cluster marketing? In market research, a cluster is a collective of data objects that are similar in, and dissimilar to each other. The primary objective of cluster analysis is to classify objects into relatively similar groups based on a set of variables considered. Hmm, interesting. Clustering is the task of dividing the population or data points into a number of groups such that data points in the same group are more similar to other data points in the same group than those in other groups. So confusing. I'm like, what am I even reading? Like, I've read this a million times and I still don't understand it. But I try to, like, just study it and keep on reading it. Eventually, it will make sense. In simple words, the aim is to segregate groups with similar traits and assign them into clusters. Okay. I need to study this a little bit more. I apologize. Okay, so the fifth technique is loss aversion. Now, this one's pretty short. Loss aversion refers to the tendency of people to strongly prefer avoiding losses to acquiring gains. People hate to lose, um, basically is what that means. So, so if you use something like, um, half off now or limited time offer, you know, things like that. Studies show that loss aversion is twice as powerful psychologically as the acquisition of something. Cool. All right. Awesome. Yay. All right. And the last but not the least is the decoy effect. Decoy effect is defined as the phenomenon whereby consumers change their preference between two options when presented with a third option. Hmm. How about that? Like, you know, you think you have 
uh, two offers, but if you put in that third, it makes them start thinking, oh, hi, oh, you're so welcome. I hope that this helps in your marketing efforts. So I'm very happy to be here sharing this information. Alrighty, so let's keep going. Let me just type in for you. You are welcome. <laughs> I just think it's kind to, uh, you know, be kind. It's kind to be kind. Okay, so let me repeat that last. The decoy effect is defined as the phenomenon whereby consumers change their preference between two options when presented by a third option. It is also referred, no wait, the decoy that is asymmetrical dominated, it is also referred to as the attraction effect or asymmetric dominance effect. So basically, um, you say you have, this is what like, this is why like tier packages work. Like this is one price. I have this price, this price, this price. I have this offer, this offer, this offer. It works. It's like, oh, wait, wait a minute. But if you have a third, that might be the better option. It's all psychological. It's all psychological. Okay. So I'm having so much fun. I'm going to tell you about a few more things. Okay. Extra bonus. And remember to join the Facebook group, Successful Business Entrepreneurs. The link is in the bottom. My link tree is in the bottom. All of my links are in there. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel. Please, um, you know, like me on my page and friend me and all that fun stuff, you know, you'll learn so much. I love to teach, love to teach. And I'm learning constantly. So here we go. Do you think that people purchase emotionally or logically? That's my question of the day. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, people purchase emotionally. So human decisions are very guided by their emotions. However, we need to justify our decisions to ourselves and others and appeal to the limbic emotional brain, but fortify your pitch with logical arguments that they will use for rationalization. Okay. This is key. All right. Identify your ideal target market, your avatar, your, their interests, their attitudes, their beliefs, their demographics, what they do, their needs, their wants, their dreams, their pains, their problems. Make them feel the benefits of doing business with you and the pain of not doing business with you. Make them feel good. Give them new, novel information, refined design, useful info. This will help. Yeah, you're right. You got it right, CC. Emotional. It's an emotional thing. Like, okay, so cool. Sorry, I'm flipping back from watching myself on the screen and y'all and then watching my docs, my Google docs. So I can't see everything all at once. <laughs> all right. Remember that people have shorter attention spans. So you got to get in everything packed in the first eight seconds. 
um, powerful pitches, um, irresistible offers, bright, beautiful, attractive hook colors, you know, things like that, right? Another thing that we have to be aware of is um, people get scammed all the time, <laughs> you know, you know, so you have to be careful because we're all on high alert. We're like, wait a minute, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right. Now, there's two types of salespeople, two types of sellers, let's say. One is the promote, 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 right? And then there's the other one that gives value, 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 and sprinkles promotion every once in a while. Don't be the promoter without the value. And I use... I try to, I mean, uh, you know, I'm not perfect. (laughs) None of us are, but that's okay. That's what we're here learning. The 80%, 20% value promo system. So I like to give 80% value and 20% promo. Now, it seems like if you're following me already, it seems like I'm doing a lot more promoting, but that's because you have to remember people forget. People forget what you do, why you do it, how you do it, what you're there for. People are only interested in themselves. I'm interested in me. You're interested in you. He's interested in him. She's interested in her. You know, so, I mean, that's just human nature. It is not, it's not, it's, it's not wrong. It's just the way it is. But we have to remember that when we are, you know, promoting. And another thing I want to say is selling is a service, right? So it's not like I'm going to sell you, I'm going to give you, I'm going to sell you, sell you, sell you. It's like, I'm going to provide and you're going to invest and this is going to illuminate your life. Okay. So anyway, that's that. And then being seen a lot. This goes back into being seen a lot. You're not going to get much going on when you have one post in one week. People forget. There's so much information all over the place. Yeah. Oh, so what? I have a question. What are examples of type of sellers that have value and promotion? Um, that's a, a, that's balance. That's a good, good, really a good balance. So I did say about, I tried to do the 80% value, which I'm doing now and 20% promotion. So some people can do 50% value and 50% promotion. But what I'm trying to say is do not be a hundred percent promotion. No value. Cause a lot of people are like, <clears throat> I'll give you value after you pay me. That's really greedy. You know, so let's not do that or I'm not into doing that. I mean, (laughs) I promote, but I also give value like I'm doing at this very moment. So anyway, that's all I have for today. If you have any questions, you know how to get a hold of me, you know how to find me, you know where I am, you know what I do, you know how to get in touch. So do that. Ask me any question. It was so nice to meet you. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for liking, sharing watching, being here, being amazing, being beautiful, being gorgeous, being handsome, and uh, have a fabulous week. 
And uh, everybody be kind to each other.